What is going on, everybody? Welcome in to the Friday, December 9th, 2022 edition of the Daily Energy Newsbeat Stand-Up. I am your humble, humble correspondent, Michael Tanner, coming to you from an undisclosed location here in Dallas, Texas, joined by the executive producer of the show, the purveyor of the show, and the director and publisher of the world's greatest website, energynewsbeat.com, Stuart Turley. My man, how we doing today? We made it. It is. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. I am absolutely a whipped. It's been a great day. Now it's it's been a great day. It's been a it's been a very interesting week. I'll tell you that much. So we appreciate you guys sticking with us. We hope you only have a couple meetings and can get out and start your weekend early. But we appreciate you tuning in before that. I mean, we've we've got a fairly quick show for you today. Oil prices were up, then they were down, settling at about seventy two eight as we record this on the eighth at about seven or about seven o'clock p.m. So by the time you're driving, oil will have made a move one way or the other. Stu's got some great stories lined up as obviously the Keystone Pipeline is, you know, the supply shock. He's going to talk a title of the article is oil plunges into the red for the year, despite the supply shock from the Keystone Pipeline shutdown. Next story he's got on the list, U.S. led price cap on Russian crude oil could see more of its shipped energy to hungry China. Of course. I mean, if you didn't see that one coming, you're not that smart. So, who, you know, congrats to whoever, whoever didn't see that coming. You, you swung and missed. There's also uh, the next one we've got here is after a challenging year, there could be hope for an energy future. We need a little bit of good light, Stu. So I'm, I'm glad we're shedding a little good light. It's been a tough year. And then we're going to fly over to Cameroon and talk about their new LNG facility that they signed with Intera to advance renewable ESA. He'll kick it over to me to cover what's going on in the finance game. Oil prices were down again, uh, you know, for a variety of reasons. And over on the natural gas side, we did see a natural gas storage print at about 21 BCF draw. A little bit on the lower side of expectations, but you did ultimately see prices rise. Um, We will cover all of that in a bag of chips, guys. But first, thank you for checking out the show. Please visit us at www.energynewsbeat.com or read the, the links in the bio. All the stories that we have, all the links, Stu does a great job of making sure that the, the description has everything on the show in terms of links, finding the articles. He does a great job of of, basic, of running Energy Newsbeat and making sure there's everything that you need for a holistic energy view. Visit us online, www.energynewsbeat.com. But enough of the pleasantry, Stu. Where would you like to begin? Well, let's go ahead and start with the article. Oil continues to decline despite Russian price cap. You know, one of my favorite uh, authoresses out there or author author is uh, she's a art. Uh, everybody's heard me talk about Irina Slav. Sanctions don't work. Mm, caps don't work. And so here's, you know, the European benchmark Brent 7986 uh, in West Texas uh, intermediate fell to about 74. It's now down to 72.11 right now. Yeah. Ed Moya, senior market analyst at uh, Oanda, said the crude demand outlook is getting crushed as we are in a slowdown basically across all major economies. I'm writing an article right now on China. And what does demand destruction do? What does demand uh, actually happen if China, there is such a uh, a big game being played over there. That's what's driving this nuts right now. On the next article, Michael, uh, U.S.-led price cap on Russian crude would be, could see more of it shipped to energy-hungry China. Michael, 
China has been buying everything they possibly can. And even without the sanctions, they were buying it at $60 a barrel. You know, it's still, they're still also saying that their price is $20. I don't know that anybody really believes that. It's kind of like saying Saudi Arabia uh, is what? Uh, I've heard three and I've heard $7 is their profit on their oil. You know, uh, how do you go through and determine you that? Mean three, three and $7 operating cost. Yeah. That their profit. Yeah. That's their cost. Excuse me. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, they can, they can go as low as they want. This is one of the things that I found very good uh, in this article, Michael. The quote is, in theory, China would be able to import Russian oil in bulk once the price cap mechanism is met. So lower costs are good for domestic importers. Uh, You know, price caps don't work. Yep. China and India were already buying this. All they did was poke the bear. So uh, that going in around the corner. Plus, they had to look at their constituents in the EU and say, hey, we've actually done something besides breathe. In in this next one, oil plunges in the red uh, for the year despite supply shock from the Keystone Pipeline. This Keystone Pipeline break uh, was fairly significant. There's 600,000 barrels that come in on that pipeline, if I remember right. Yep. And that goes Uh, straight into Cushing which right. is even worse because that's where the benchmark's out of. That's exactly right. We have shut down the Keystone Pipeline system and mobilized people and equipment to respond, uh, release into a creek approximately 20 miles east of Steel City, Nebraska. You know, Michael, uh, yeah, the system can carry more than 600,000 barrels per day. Here's what I want to just chat at for a second. Whenever we would have something like this a couple of years ago when you and I were doing shows as well, Good grief. This would be like a price raise and everybody would be going, oh, yay, price going to 200. Nothing. It's a blurb. Uh, you know, who knows? OK, I'm going to yeah, I'm very interested because, I mean, we'll get to oil prices, but you you would think this would be I mean, you have a great day today. But I mean, oil prices as we stand are, you know, lower than when they opened in the morning. Yeah, I don't get it. Now, uh, Monday in Ukraine, they had two Russian-made drones. Those two Russian-made drones hit nuclear, forward nuclear facilities for Russia. How come that didn't send oil going through the roof or energy or anything else? It's like, hmm. I, I wish I had a better answer other than I don't actually know. Yeah. Um, I'm confused. I do. You know, I am waiting for the Goldman Sachs revision. Whenever, when are they going to revise their $120 oil price forecast? You're you're going to get tickled to drop. Yeah, you're going to get tickled at this one here. Okay, next article coming around the corner is uh, after challenging year, there could be hope for the future. Now, I'm. I'm all thrilled. Woodmac estimates that the estimates that the low carbon hydrogen and the CCUS carbon capture utilization and storage project pipeline has grown about 25%. On the other demand side, 30 hydrogen uh, offtake agreements have been made this year. 
Um, you remember also, I love uh, hydrogen. I just don't know that the technology is there yet. Uh, I'm expecting it to uh, uh, be there fairly soon. Now, here's where I saw some other numbers. Woodmac now expects two-thirds of all U.S. LNG cargoes to land in Europe. <laughs> wow. <laughs> imagine uh, when Freeport turns on. Imagine when Freeport turns on. Oh, it's going to be, uh, you know, money making uh, city there for them. Here's where LNG comes in again. Cameron LNG signs a memorandum of understanding uh, with Intergy to advance renewable ESA. This is pretty darn cool for the folks in Louisiana. The new ESA is aimed at uh, reducing Cameron's LNG uh, scope two emissions in uh, from Energy Louisiana. This is really pretty cool, non-binding uh, MOU. Uh, but look who's it's in the uh, export facility located in Hackberry, and on this it's a joint venture between Sempra, Mitsui Company, Mitsubishi Corporation, Total Energies, and NYK Line. It's kind of a big deal. Yeah, no, I think it's. Uh... It's 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 pretty, and it's, and pretty it's good. also it, and it's also including the uh, train four expansion, which all renewable generations phases are added in there. So they're already teeing up for these things to be hydrogen ready. Is the bottom line there, Michael? Yeah, and and I'm I'm with you on hydrogen. I gotta have to see it before I believe it. Now, I think as technology gets better, it's going to become helpful. But I will, you know, I I, I would like to see it, you know. Um, come through, you know, so I, it'll be very interesting to see how it all plays out. Uh, all in all, it was a great week. Uh, entertainment at, at its finest. All right. Well, let's uh, go ahead and kick it over to me in finance. Um, I mean, overall markets were, were fairly choppy today. We were, we were up about a three quarters of a percentage point on the SPY. NASDAQ does a little bit better off the back of some good Salesforce earnings, about 1.2 percentage points. We still await the Fed's decision on basis points increase. Let's um, go ahead and I think start with oil prices because I think it's it's the easiest. You obviously saw a little bit of an increase um, in oil prices based off the shutdown from the Keystone Pipeline. But as we currently sit, Stu, it's still 72.19. So I think it's it's super choppy waters out there. I mean, as, as Stu aptly mentioned, the fundamentals don't really align with what's going on in the markets right now. I think from a fundamental side, you know, oil, the oil markets seem tighter, but they're not there. There's mu- there's a lot of weakness. You know, are, are we finding a bottom here at 70, you know, $72? Are we finding is the bottom 70? Where's that channel that will enter? You know, I, you know, I think the other thing that it's, it's, it's apt to bring up here is, you know, you know, I, I, you know, being in the industry, I talk with a lot of other people who are involved in, 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 you know, not just buying new projects, but also going out and drilling wells. And Stu, we got a, there's an issue of, you know, $75, $80 oil is not what it was three years ago. I was having this conversation today with an ex-colleague. I mean, with the oil field services inflation and not saying that we shouldn't be paying inflated prices, but with the cost of what's the cost of acquiring services now, makes $75 oil not as healthy as you would actually think. Uh, I, I, I heard some numbers. Uh, 55 and 60 is what that turns it into. Yeah. I mean, it, it really is based upon all of the stuff we see. And there's just not 
you, you're now starting to get into the territory of that tier two acreage doesn't make sense anymore. And, you know, mm-hmm. there's only so much tier acreage to drill. You always drill tier one acreage. But the key is when oil prices get up to 70, 80, 90, that tier two acreage under nor- not normal circumstances, but under the old expense models work much better than they do now when you take into account that, you know, I mean, your cost of acquisition of water, your cost of fuel, I mean, diesel, I mean, that's the problem. A lot of these rigs you're running run on diesel. So you image diesel costs. I mean, you've been, we've been running stories on this for months. You know that. And that's what rigs are running on. So, you know, I think part of the reason why, and, and yeah, so I think in terms of where the markets go from here, Stu, I, I don't, I don't absolutely, I don't actually know. I think I've been trying to write articles and every time I get ready for my article and my research, it changes. <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm pulling all my hair out. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm aptly with you on the natural gas side, currently trading at $5 and 88 cents. That's a nice rise um, from the five sixty we were trading at and the recording of yesterday's show. We only had a modest stock draw or stock injection. As you know, the EIA on Thursdays drops the um, working storage and gas range of estimates for this. This were eight to 60, but we ended up with a print of 21s, a little bit closer to the small side. Markets reacted okay, though, mainly due to the fact that the injection was only 59. So, you know, prices are going to spike a little bit when injection's low, because that means when it gets colder, Stu, we're going to need it. Again, it looks like some of that um, longer term weather uh, crisped up a little bit. So, we, you know, supporting higher prices. But, you know, natural gas is, you know, you want to think crude oil is giving you a heartburn. I mean, I'm more of a bull on natural gas based on the fundamentals. And, you know, we need this up. But I'm not complaining about $5.87 natural gas. So I won't say that. No, I think I'm a bull on both of them. Well, we need it. We need it. Goldman Sachs needs it, too. I mean, they're. They're all over. They're all over you, Stu. It's it's it's. We're gonna have to hire somebody just to fend them off. So are the Russians. Uh, they called again. Uh, they're. I don't get it. They they called again and wanted to interview me. I guess I'm now uh, infamous or infamous or worldwide. I, I got me on Ellen. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, all right. Um, what are you looking for on this Friday, Stu? What should people be thinking about through the weekend? Um, tomorrow they're releasing, I believe the PPI numbers, the inflation numbers in the morning. So it should be kind of interesting to see what that does. To of them. course, CPI is out tomorrow. Yeah. So Ooh, I forgot to mention that we've got core CPI out tomorrow. What's it supposed to be? What's it supposed to print at? Uh, I'm not sure. I, I just was trying to look and see what it was. Yeah. Let me pull it up right now. Yeah. And um, the UK is is just their inflation is going through the roof. They're now saying that uh, there is, I believe it was 30 percent of the population may be in energy poverty. Energy. Really? How many? What's the percentage? 30 percent. It was a huge number. I have to go fact check that article. I mean, I I can read barely, but it was it was a horrible number. 30 yeah, percent. Well, Oh, well, should have bought more LNG when you had the chance, but well, we, we may have to send some folks up there and teach them how to drill. And what is it? You could give a man LNG. He'll be warm for a night. Teach him how to drill. You'll keep him warm for a lifetime. We got to get sure. We got to get merch that says that, that that's some merch quality. 
Oh yeah, uh, that that and uh, uh, coal is king again. Uh, we got to figure out some things on that. Make coal great again. Make coal great again. Uh, I'm I'm gonna come up one with uh, Santa Claus and uh, a lump of coal. Uh, I'm gonna go rob a bank just so I get some coal. <laughs> you know, I mean that's that's how bad that is. You know, hey Santa, I'm a bad dog. So that's that's funny. Well, <laughs> with that, guys, we're gonna let you get out of here. Hopefully, it's a quick Friday for you and you can get out of here and start your weekend. Thank you guys for checking us out on the Energy News Beat Daily Stand Up. For Stuart Turley, I'm Michael Tanner. We'll see you Monday. Have a great weekend. This episode of the Energy Newsbeat podcast is brought to you by Inveris. The energy industry faces massive challenges every day, and the events over the last two years have caused huge disruptions like never before. Companies in the energy industry need actionable intelligence and a single source of truth that brings all the data together. Inveris is the energy specialized technology partner that provides intelligent connections for a global energy ecosystem. Only Inveris has the analytics, people, experience, and industry scope to connect the right data and information in the right way to discover missed opportunities and deliver fast outcomes. Find out more at Inveris.com. That's E-N-V-E-R-U-S.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.